The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Let's start with these changes to the social welfare system which are coming into plan. It'll be brought to Cabinet tomorrow for approval by the Social Protection Minister, Heather Humphreys. Uh, Dr Laura Bambrick, as Head of Social Policy of the Irish Congress of Trade Unions, what's your understanding of the changes that are going to be proposed? Evening, Matt. So we're basing this off uh, reports carried in the Irish Independent today, but we do know quite a bit because government did have a public consultation on this earlier on in the summer. And this really stems from what we see when the pandemic, when COVID broke, and we it really exposed how bad our income protection is for workers, that you lose your job and overnight, regardless of how long you've worked, how much you've earned, how much you've paid in PRSI, everybody gets €220. And irrespective of the, uh, the, the size of the outgoings you've had. So it was agreed to consider this in the programme for government. And as I said, there was that consultation. So what we know from what's being reported today is that for the first three months, if you lose your job, instead of you just getting that flat 220 uh, euros, you will get 60% of your previous pay, but that will be capped at 450 euros. If you're still on employed after three months for the next three months you get 55% of your previous wages but again that cap it will be reduced slightly to 375 and then if you were still out of work up until nine months out of work you'd get 50% of your previous wage but the cap will be reduced further to 300. Now if you're one of the small number that would still be out of work after nine months we know that. 70% of workers who lose their job are back in work within six months. Uh, you would then transfer onto the normal 220 means-tested long-term job seekers uh, allowance if you're eligible. Okay, and this is paid for how? This is paid for out of workers' PRSI contributions. So it's only those that have a work history, those that have a history of paying their PRSI contributions. And really what it's about is moving us away from this idea of seeing our social welfare as a form of charity, giving people, everybody the same and giving them a minimum amount. Ireland is one of only four countries, ourselves, Poland, Malta and Greece, who give everybody a flat rate payment. In other countries right across the EU 27, welfare is seen as a form of social insurance. You're insuring your income against loss if you lose your job, if you take time out when you have a baby, if you get sick and we're moving to that pay related. We pay pay related social insurance contributions when we're in work. This is ensuring that we're getting pay related benefit when we need to call on the social insurance, uh, on, on the social welfare system. Listener says that's a ridiculous idea. Paying them extra money won't encourage them to look for more work. 
Absolutely. We have seen when uh, we had the PUP, we were told this was going to be like a lottery win, uh, workers getting 350, sure they'd never get out of bed when the economy uh, opened up. We've seen quite the opposite. As soon as jobs and the economy started to open up, workers left in large numbers. We see no, uh, we see no scarring effect from workers getting above that poverty rate of 220. And as I said, we're just moving towards the way every other rich, developed, modern economy does it. Are we to honestly believe the way we do it is right and everybody else is wrong? Okay, Neil MacDonald is Chief Executive of ISME, the Smaller Medium Enterprises Association. What do you make of this? We completely agree with everything Laura said. And indeed, for many years, um, ISME has been looking for uh, income-related social uh, social welfare benefits um, for a long time, up and actually until the uh, Great Recession, the, there was an income cap applied uh, to PRSI, and that was removed. Well, first it went from fifty thousand euro to seventy thousand euro, and that was removed altogether. Now you, you could say that that would be fair if, if you know if you were getting the benefit of that, but what has happened in the meantime? time is that your contributions to the social insurance system are uncapped but your benefits from it are capped and and that's grossly unfair we saw during the pandemic for example <clears throat> that there were no government supports for workers earning effectively over 70,000 euros a year yet those workers com- uh, um, provide the exchequer with 68% of all tax paid so it is entirely appropriate that higher paid workers benefit uh, more uh, because they put more into the system um, w- we would actually say though that the, what's currently being proposed by Minister Humphreys while it's a good start um, she actually needs to go further because she still does have a cap. Now we're not saying that there shouldn't be a cap but for example and and Laura referred to European comparator countries but in Denmark up to 90% of your income is paid for up to one year now that is capped at at roughly 590 euros uh, a week but that's where we should be going with this and higher, you know, higher contributors should get more from the system. Because it also strikes me uh, Neil that for the people texting in saying there's no incentive to get back to work, I'd imagine for many people at a cap of 450 there's an enormous incentive particularly if they have a mortgage or if they have high rent and if they have other outgoings such as loans that have to be repaid to suddenly lose their income and to be capped at 450 might not necessarily cover a lot of their bills would it? Absolutely Um, and uh, you know, a lot of higher earning people, of course, are involved in either a significant rental payment uh, or a significant mortgage. And they, you know, even at the rates that Minister Humphreys is talking about at the moment, they they could not afford to to live on that for for three for the three months that's been spoken about. So there really isn't a, a danger that people are going to be slouching about on on even these uh, raised rates for any period of time that they can get their hands on an, on on alternative. Okay, Laura Bambrick, is it fair that there is no cap on the PRSI contributions that some people make and yet that they get capped on the benefits? 
We, we, we would say that, look, if the government wants us to be paying European levels of contributions, then we should expect European levels of services and European levels of income support. And that's what this is doing. But what is being proposed is replacing it at 60% and capping it at 400 and, uh, 450. What we're seeing that from the start of the year when we rolled out pay-related sick pay, government are telling employers that they must um, pay their workers, replace their earnings at 70% and cap it at 550 for a five-day working week. And now they're coming out tomorrow to say, but if that same worker loses their job because they're unemployed, the state itself is only going to replace it at 60, not 70, and cap it at 450, not 550. So we would like to see, Neil is absolutely correct in saying there's much more generous systems across the EU that, that the level they replace and the income cap. But as a first step, it must, at a minimum, be the same as what we expect our employers to pay when it comes to sick pay. So standardisation with sick pay and job seekers when we move to pay-related job seekers. Our final one, Neil MacDonald, is me. I think you probably represented quite a few self-employed people as well who are texting in to say, well, they don't get sick days. They have to work because if they don't work they don't get paid. How would this apply to the self-employed who do pay PSRI as well? Well, we understand that this element will. Uh, I, I have to see it confirmed, but uh, whether or which we would say it, it must because the self-employed do pay uh, PSRI at 4%, the same as PAYE workers, so there's absolutely no reason this should not apply to them. Thank you very much, Neil MacDonald, Chief Executive of ISME, Dr Laura Bambrick, Head of Social Policy at the Irish Congress of Trade Unions. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today.